One championship lightweight contender. Ariel Sexton, thank you so much, Ariel. It's been a long time since I've seen your face, man. Uh, so much to talk about, but let's start off with uh, the hair, man. You got the hair flowing. What's going on? Quarantine hair, dude. If you got <laughs> it, if you got it, you might as well flaunt it. All right, for sure. Are we going to get the, the Fabio look going on, or are you going to cut it as soon as possible? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, all right. You got to make me cut it, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now, let's go back, man. Um, February 2019, Singapore, lightweight Grand Prix quarterfinals, Amir Khan, third round, yeah. rear naked finish. Probably the number one comeback fight of the year last year. Take us through that whole fight, man. It was incredible. You think it was a comeback fight? Somewhat, man. Somewhat, you know? I don't know. I didn't think it was a comeback for me. I, I think I thought everything was going according to plan. I was I was talking to everybody before and I told everybody that I would probably finish him or break him in like 10 minutes. That's what I thought, you know, and it went 11 minutes. So I was a bit over and to make a little bit of drama. It was like, you know, I was standing with him, you know, because he was also holding the ropes a lot. You understand? Like, there was like three or four times he was hanging off the ropes, holding the ropes. He would have got taken down multiple times, and I probably would have finished him in the first two rounds. But he does hit pretty hard, and um, I did eat a couple of his strong punches where I think a lot of my friends and teammates said they were sitting on the edge of their seat, which made it a kind of an exciting fight for everyone to watch. And, of course, it was in Singapore, and he came out, and it was all his fans. It was super hype. So, yeah, in the in the stadium, everybody was, you know, like a little bit of blood and like what they want to see. I'm, I'm losing, but I had my plan, you know, but it was a good fight. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. It was like one of the best fights of the year, man. It was incredible. Uh, now, with the ring, you mentioned that it, it kind of altered where the fight played out. You know, it, the finish maybe came later because of the ropes. Do you feel like if it was in the cage, that fight would have went a little bit differently? I just think that, um, yeah, I mean, the first attempt that I, I went to take him down, I bounced off the ropes and fell. So there was a lot more pop in the ring than the cage. And you can't really hold the cage ever. You know, maybe you can get away with it one time. And watch the fight a few times. I think that he got away with a few extra holds that he would have gone down earlier. Um, which is home court advantage. You know, that's what it is. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he could have got up easier in a cage too. Who knows? You know, it, it worked. It was kind of fun. I fought in a cage and a ring. I, I don't care. As long as the rules are, you know, somewhat, you know, fair and, they, you know, there's nothing crazy, you know, like if I do a flying armbar and he jumps out of the ring, I could probably still get him in an armbar as he falls out of the ring, you know, which could work in my favor too. Not you can't do that in a cage. Do you uh prefer the the cage rather than the ring since you've now fought in both? Um, I think it's probably better in a cage MMA, yeah, because there's just too many chances for uh, stalling, stopping, um, warning people. Um, I don't know. It's it's not as it should just be like you're. There's no way out. You can't fall out. You can't. You need to fight. You know, with the cage. The ring is more for stand up. I think. You know, it's not really that good unless they had like some sort of little half webbing at the bottom, which I think they had in, in Japan years back in one of the leagues. 
where half of the ring was covered at the bottom, so you can't slide out. That's okay, I think. But maybe from a fan's point of view, it's better to have that, but not from an MMA point of view. Yeah, I I really agree with you on that. You know what I mean? Like, it's watching, like, the ring and then comparing it to the cage, in a lot of aspects of MMA, man, it just doesn't work, man. It's just too yeah. much that, you know, too much, I don't even know what you want to call it, you know, uh, uh, ways to kind of tweak the system, so to say. It's definitely designed more for a striking, striking standpoint, you know. It's not really for, you can't put pressure against it the same um now but again we make adjustments no problem add our make our job a little bit harder that's all right so in that fight you you sustained an injury when did that injury happen uh no i wasn't injured in the fight um i just i just had a couple cuts i actually broke my arm again training for the next fight to fight the daggy okay i got confused with that now talk about that how did you break your arm training well, I mean, we we trained pretty hard, and um, I basically broke my left arm now three times in ten years. So I broke I broke it against Eddie Young uh, five years ago, and that injury was a pretty severe injury where I had to put a whole plate in there, and basically I fought for five years with that arm like that, knowing there's another chance it could break, and I was hit. You know, it wasn't even really a hard hit. But I was blocking kick and, kick and punch combo, and my arm hit off my head, and I just heard a crack, and I got an x-ray, and it broke again. So it was kind of unlucky. But I was, I was pushing it. You know, that's what we do. I, I was pushing, pushing my body to the limits, you know, and maybe it was a day that I could have rested. I should have, you know, stayed home or something. But it was close to, the, to having to leave, actually, too. I think it was like maybe 10 days or two weeks away from travel to the fight. So it was pretty close, which kind of sucks. So how has the recovery been with the arm? You know, or do you have a plate in there again, or what's what? The, what did the doctors do? I just let it heal on its own because at this point, taking it out and putting a bigger plate in there, it would it would go to having a, like another plate, and I just didn't want to take out that plate and put a bigger plate in. So I let it heal, and again, there's a chance that it can break again, obviously, uh, but that's just you know, the, the luck, the lottery that I'm playing, you know, with training, there's a chance I can break my knee There's a chance I can break everything. Mm -hmm. So I, I just have to be careful how I train with who I train, uh, not to waste stupid training sessions with people that are just throwing like spin kicks to the head all day. You know, like mm -hmm. I don't need to do that anymore. I just have to be in shape, be strong and, you know, save the damage for, for the fights, you know, when I can, you know, keep it in the control range. You know, if I can't control sparring, I have to be careful who I spar with, basically. How long after you recovered, you know, were you back in the gym training, at least just doing any kind of uh, MMA? Oh, uh, man, it's that's that's all I do. I, all I do is train and, and teach. So I think I broke my arm and I was like a few days later, I was teaching with one arm, you know, jujitsu. Um, I had to I had to work. So it's like I didn't have I couldn't take time off from work. So I had a uke. I had someone help me teaching all my classes. Um, I had a great year teaching classes, working with people. Every time there's an injury, a lot of other people come out of it. So I, I spent a lot of time with the team in New York, and I was just teaching guys, different guys. Um, it took me about maybe a year, though, for my arm to be fully, you know, back to where it's going to be now, you know. So it takes its time, you know.
how has New York been? You know, and New York seemed like it's been hit by the coronavirus pretty hard. Man, I'll be honest. It's wild here. You know, it's very intense. It's a massive city. There's a lot of people. Um, it's already not, you know, on the cleanest standards in the, in, in the world. And, you know, and you get hit with a virus like this, um, it's definitely on the verge, you know. We had to have lockdowns. And you, I mean, it's been a hard time. I'll admit, you know, I'm, uh, I'm we're training like secretly in certain places with certain people. Uh, you know, it's more like the anxiety of, you know, just being careful. You don't want to get sick, get other people sick. You know, again, it's a hard job. Make it tougher now. So, yeah, know? yeah. Now, the way that the the lightweight Grand Prix played out, it had Christian Lee stepping in on late notice and yeah. uh, beating Doggy right and winning the whole thing. How convenient for him. Exactly. Huh? Like, what did you think of that, you know, that situation? I'd rather just say no comment. You know, I honestly thought the Daggy was going to steamroll through him. Um, I spoke with the Daggy, and I think that he had some, uh, he had an illness or something. You know, it happens. So I don't think he was full full throttle. But, I mean, that, sh that ship has sailed, you know. It's not really anymore. I'm about to have to make the baddest motherfucker belt. That's what I have to do over there in one. Because that's all that really matters, you know. There's like, I can't control anything, you know. I just do my, I perform, I do my best. I, I'm, I mean, I've done pretty well. Like, I, I know that I have six finishes over there, you know, and two losses by decision that I think I did pretty well. So, I mean, that's all I can do. I can't control any tournaments or anything. I, I'm not even ranked the top top ten guy there, you know. I think they put some rankings out. I'm not even on there. So, I mean, again. Baddest motherfucker belt. That's what I want to put up. Yeah. How are you not ranked? <laughs> I don't understand. You're in the tournament. You beat Amir Khan. You know what I mean? You finished him. Like, I know you've been sitting out for a little while, but dang, man. Like, you have yeah. to be ranked. You've been there for so long. And you've been at the top for so long. I've been I've been a loyal, you know, uh, 1FC, you know, all, all 1FC for eight years or something. And I've, I've done fights on short notice and... I just don't think I fit the profile, you know, like I'm from Central America slash Canadian. Um, I don't have an audience for them to build and they're trying to expand all over Asia. And, you know, I don't live in Asia, so I need to be adopted by a city in Asia and I will change my residency and I will be Korean if you like. And you guys can support me in Korea and I'll go out there or Japan or China or something. And I, I, I try to go move out there and work and stuff. It's it's just not in the cards for me like that, you know, but like I said, I, I know that I put up good fights and, you know, the fans like it at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure any country will adopt you, man. We'll bring you on. Yeah. But with the COVID pandemic going on, it's, it's a little bit harder nowadays. Yeah, you know, I'll take tests. I'll stay clean. I got a good immune system, you know. With uh, I wanted to talk about the rankings and, and you know, and, and Lee, of course, he's the champion. You know what I mean? He, he won the fights. Uh. When you look at the line lineup, you know, I mean, you got Lapicus at number one and you got Doggy at number two and Boist at number three, Nastyukin at number four and Aoki at number five. That's the that's the rankings right there. Um, yeah. Any names in there like confusing to you? Well, I don't know. I think it's kind of like whoever is like they want to promote and whoever they want to use or whoever is healthy. Maybe it's I, maybe it's just like. The rankings don't necessarily mean you're the top guy. It just means you're the, the guy they can use at the moment. I think um, Timothy has definitely been there as long as I have, and he's a tough guy. 
And I know the Daggy has been fighting hard and crawling up, you know, and he's also a real tough guy. I think Aoki was a champion, right? Yeah, and definitely. I think he definitely should be at the top spot in there, right? And then, I mean, I don't know, however, however Lee got there, right? He's there. And then the other guy, the Italian guy, is it? Yeah, maybe Lapicus. Lapicus. I mean, maybe he just matches up to fight Lee, and that's just, you know, maybe he'll be, he'll fall down if he loses. I don't, I don't know how that even works. I mean, again, I think I should be at the top. I should have, you know, like I should have a, a title shot or fight for a title. That's 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 all that matters. But I mean, again, I need support. I need I need you guys to go vote for me. Definitely, definitely. Make some noise. Vote for me. Let's go. Yeah. With your return, you know, when do you? I guess I can't say when do you expect to return because you don't know when you're gonna return because they're putting on shows, but the shows are just gonna be basically people in in bangkok or in thailand and that's who's gonna fight for the next i think six shows but if you do return you know what i mean like who would you like to return against there's so many fighters in that division it's the best division in in the in the in the organization yeah because most of the guys are all our size you know there's not that many people that we're a stacked division for sure um you know i would love to fight someone who does jujitsu you know like i like to i, I mean i fought as many of all the strikers and like, you know, wrestlers and all these guys. But I think that I have such a high level of jujitsu that I don't get to show it. And I think that um, there's so many guys that are good strikers, you know, and they, they don't need another, you know, obviously I'll strike and throw whatever I got to do because I'm well-rounded, but it would be nice to be put in positions, tough positions, because I haven't even been put in any danger in eight fights, you know, other than one punch that Amir gave me that was pretty hard. But, you know, he pushed me over. I, I haven't even fallen over from a punch. So to keep thinking you're going to knock me out and you're going to knock me out and you're going to knock me out is just its ridiculous. I mean, I think it's better to work with, you know, some jiu-jitsu. I mean, I want to fight the best jiu-jitsu guys in the world. You know, that would be cool. So we'll see who, whoever they put up against me, you know. Jiu-jitsu, man. Grappling. Aoki's right there. He's at the top. Might as well put that in, in the resume, right? That would be a good fight for me, you know. We're both around the same age, you know, good good at jiu-jitsu, uh, you know. But who knows? I don't know what they have in store for him, and I don't know what they have in store for me, you know. So so you haven't talked to them. When's the last time you spoke with one championship? Um, I speak with them here and there. I had to uh, clear up, you know, my arm. I had to clear up that I was injured, and now I'm back off the injured reserve or however it may be. So, But, again, um I'm I'm over here training and I'm doing my thing, but it's not going to be that easy for us to travel right now. So I don't even know. I'll just be ready. I'll be ready. You know, I'm also turning 39, you know, in January, I'll be 39. So I got to make sure I stay in shape, you know, because it's easy to take time off and then you, you, you step down a few levels. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.